If you have your Bible tonight, turn if you would to Matthew chapter 15. Uh, of course, our verse is Isaiah 59, 14. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Isaiah 59, 14. Now, I've not forgotten that we're going to pray. We're going to have a special time of prayer right after the service here tonight. But right now, right before we read, amen, I'm going to ask Brother Barry Goodman, if you'll come up, give me this mic right here, Doc, and pray for us, amen. Lord, I hate you. you had to set aside that piece of candy for a few minutes, all right? Amen. Pray for us, brother. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, yes, for allowing us yes. to be here tonight. God, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. God, I'm glad I know, God, that I am one of your children, Lord. Yes. I'm so thankful to know that, God. God, if there's anybody here tonight don't know it, Lord, tonight would be a good night, Lord, for them to find that out. I pray you bless the service, bless the pastor, bless the preaching. We'll give you the glory for everything done here tonight. Amen. 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 Matthew chapter 15, verse number 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed to the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan. If you are in uh, one that would mark your Bible, you would want to mark that woman of Canaan. Came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Notice how she addresses him, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Now if you're again, one that marks your Bible, you want to mark the next statement. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth. After us, he answered and said, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Again, if you're one that marks your Bible, you want to mark the next verse. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It's not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. She said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. Her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Mark chapter 7, you'll need not turn there unless you want to. But we have the same story, but it adds a few other details. But from thence he arose and went to the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house and would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. For a certain woman whose young daughter, now we know something a little more about her. She's not very old. Had an unclean spirit, heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. And the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. And she bought, besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Now again, if you mark your Bible, this would be worthy of marking. Let the children first be filled. For it's not me to take the children's bread and cast it into dogs. 
She answered and said unto him, Yea, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. She came to her house and found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. What a great story this is. We looked the other week at blind Bartimaeus. If you'll recall the story how that blind Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was coming down the road and he cried, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And stopped the son of God. And Jesus said, come here. And they went and got blind Bartimaeus and said, come, he, he calleth for thee. But now we see this story. And here's a woman that's crying for her daughter. And she's crying the same thing. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible says, he answered her not a word. It would almost seem like that Jesus is treating him different. It would almost seem like that there's not much justice in this. Does he like one better than another? Well, no, the Bible says that he is no respecter of person. So what goes here? Well, as we get into this story, we're going to find that one of the greatest truths there is in the Bible... And that is when truth collides with mercy. And uh, we see how that Jesus, first of all, he looked at her thoughtfully. Didn't say anything, but he was thoughtful. I wonder if he didn't begin to wonder, whoa, man, I got a dilemma here. What am I going to do with this? Second, his reaction was scriptural in verse 24. Whenever he literally said, I've come to the house of Israel. Number third, his reaction was logical in verse 26. When he said, it's not me. He said, it's, it's not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. And, and so all of a sudden, uh, there's a dilemma here. Truth has collided with mercy. Now we know God's a God of mercy. He's proven it already. But now truth has collided with mercy. You say, well, what's the big deal, preacher? Let me just say this. In this day of tolerance, and that is the key word that you hear always, and that is this. This, this ideal of tolerance has the ideal that mercy overrides truth. It may with men, but it will never with God. Truth will always override mercy. The ideal is, how can we make both of them work together? And I love this. Jesus doesn't solve this dilemma. She does. I love it. I mean... She, she literally is the one that comes up with the answer. 
So let me show you four things. Number one, we see her petition. Why did she call? Well, she's got a devil problem. I love this. She didn't go to Jesus and say, Now, Jesus, I, I, I got a daughter. She's a good girl. Now, Jesus, she's a good girl. He's a good boy, but he's got some problems. And, and, and he need amazing. You know, they're not really, she's not really a bad girl. She's, she's just got some problems, Jesus, and she just needs a touch. I love this. This woman said, no, Jesus, I got a devil problem in my house. Wouldn't it be something tonight that if we could get honest enough to say, you know, God, this is a problem, plain and simple, plain and simple. I mean, no fluff. She said, I've got a daughter that's grievously vexed with the devil. I mean, she don't pull any punches. She makes no pretense about it. And uh, I, I, I'm amazed at that. Notice this. Not, that was the why she called, because she's got a devil problem. And notice the way she called. She cried. And, and, and the word cried there, that's the ideal. She didn't just say, now, now Je- Jesus, no, Jesus! I mean, she's, she's crying as loud as she can to the point that the disciples said, Jesus, my God, would you tell her to shut up and leave us? She's driving us crazy. Literally to the point that it motivated them to want to try to stop her. I wonder again tonight if God heard that kind of cry for those that we love. We find, but we also find this. When she called, when, what motivated her to call? For a certain woman whose young daughter in Mark had an unclean spirit, heard of him. I love that. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Here was a mother. She's got a daughter that's in a mess. She's, got a, she, she's full of the devil. And she had heard about this miracle worker called Jesus. No doubt she began to wonder she began to say, and, 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 and we don't know any details about this young lady. As a matter of fact, the fact that she was young, she could have been anywhere from, from about 8 or 9 on up to about 18 or 19 in, in, in that age range. But notice, all of a sudden, and we don't know if she was born that way. We don't know if it just happened, uh, but we do know this. The dreams that they had had for her had turned into nightmares in their house. Their hopes had been shattered. Peace had evaporated and desperation had filled their house. We notice here was a, a woman that she had heard. I wonder if she had heard about the blind men that would come to Jesus. I wonder if she had heard about blind Bartimaeus. There's a good chance she had. Perhaps somebody came by and said, Ma'am, I hear you got a you got a problem. 
Let me tell you what I heard the other day. I heard there was a man coming down the road. There's a blind man sitting on the side of the road. His name was Bartimaeus. And I heard him stand up and cry, Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And guess what Jesus did? Jesus stopped, he healed him, and he's a following Jesus. To, he might be able to help what you have. You say, how do you know? Because that's exactly how she cried out to him. Perhaps she had heard how that the lame was made to walk. But I'll tell you the story I think she'd kind of heard about. I think she'd heard about a day that Jesus rode up onto the shore. And a man by in the, in the, uh, in, in the place of the Gadareans, and he, and he comes out of the tombs, and, and, and if you could just imagine, he's filthy, dirty, and he's cut, and dried blood's run all over him. His hair's all matted, and, and, and he's naked, and, he, and he's cursing, and he's wild, and he's screaming, Wah! and just this crazy man. And he sees Jesus and stops. And Jesus said, what's your name? And all of a sudden a voice out of him says, we are legions because there's so many of us. And they said, Jesus, don't just cast us out. See that herd of swine? Let us go into that herd of swine. Immediately, Jesus gave permission. Aren't you glad of that? I, I love that. God asked permission. He said, go. The Bible says, and the demons run down the hill and kill themselves in the sea. The Bible, and, next, and this woman said, well, what happened to him? Well, the next thing I heard, he was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And he's clothed and he's cleaned up and his, his hair's all combed. He's looking up at Jesus, and he's in his right mind. He's, and, I, and I think somebody told me, he, he said, Jesus, can, can I just go with you? And Jesus said, no, I, I need you to stay here. And I heard he's going everywhere and telling people about this man called Jesus. I wonder tonight, have we said in church, have we sat in church so long that we have forgotten and we don't hear about the God we have anymore? She heard. Have you heard from him this week? Have you heard? He loves you like his only child. Have you heard? He still answers prayers. Have you heard? He's still king of kings and lord of lords. Have you heard that? Oh, I believe we, I think we've heard it so much that we don't hear it anymore. We don't hear it. She heard. But then also I'm mindful. She's desperate. She's desperate. No doubt she had, she had fought the battle day in and day out. In her. She's desperate for anything 
that would help her daughter. And perhaps she thought, someone said, someone else may have said, you, you know, I, I, this, is, this is amazing. Some, somebody told me that he took a, a, a few fish and just a few pieces of bread and fed over 5,000. And then she thought, well, if he can make a factory full of bread, maybe, just maybe, there's a crumb for my daughter. We see her petition. Number two, I see her persistent. She, she comes and, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And he does nothing. He does nothing. As a matter of fact, the Bible said he answered he answered her not a word. But I love this. She said, you don't understand. You don't understand. I've got nowhere else to go. We've been to all the doctors in town. We've spent everything we can. You don't know. I don't have nobody else to. Jesus, I'm not going nowhere. Until you help me. God tonight. God tonight. God tonight. If we could just, if we, if we could just come the way this woman does and begin to get serious and persistent and say, God, I'm not going to stop praying. I'm not going to stop until... I get some help. That person I love. She's persistent. And I want you to know, she made up her mind. She's just going to keep it coming. I mean, that didn't work. So you know what she says? Lord, forget the son of David business. Help me. Help me. Now she's got to get over some obstacles. She's got some obstacles in her faith. I mean, she, and, she, and they're really big. Number one, she's got to get all over the obstacle of a race. She's from Tyre of Sidon. She's a Canaanite. She was, and I won't go into detail, but she was from a cursed people. She's also a member of a doomed race. This, this crowd, this, this family she's from, they offered their children to Moloch. The babies, they sacrificed them to the altar of Moloch. But you know what? Regardless of our families, she said, I've got to have something. I've got to have not only her race, but her religion. See, she's trying to get in through the door of the Jew. She said, Lord, thou son of David... That's a Jewish term. And one of the reasons that Jesus stopped for blind Bartimaeus and didn't stop for her. That door's not been opened yet. Truth. Jesus had not opened the door to Gentiles yet. That door shut. She tried to come through in religion. 
She had to overcome rejection. He ignored her. He ignored her. Some liberal reprobate would say, my God, can you believe that? Jesus don't care about her. Jesus don't love nobody. You know, they don't love. No. Truth said he could not address her. Truth said, I've come to Israel. See, we're never going to get help as long as we're trying to crucify truth. I do right, but. I do right, but. No, there ain't no buts to truth. It's either truth or it's not. In the story. And so truth can never be sacrificed on the altar of mercy. Do you think he loved that woman? Well, sure he did. And you know what? There, he's he's going he's to come to the Gentiles. Hallelujah for that. But not that day. That day, that door had been shut. He ignored her. But then it sounds like he's insulted her. He said, it's not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. That right there would do. 99.9% Baptist I know. My, my, my God, that, that preacher called me a dog. I ain't never going back again. That's all it would take. My God in heaven. It'd be something. It's amazing. She, she, he's, no, he's not insulting her. What, in, in a sense... He's using a slang term, but the dogs represent the Gentiles. Here's what he's saying. He said, he said, it's not me. It's not my place. I can't do this. He said, he said it's not right. It's not. He said, truth says that I cannot take the bread that's for the children and cast it to dogs. And that's truth. He couldn't. He couldn't. And I love this. And... What a great, what a great story. There was obstacles to her faith, but there was an opportunity to her faith. She's listening. And here's what he said. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled. And about that time, she perked up. She got excited. You know what she recognized? That if there's a first, there's a second. Amen? And here's what she said. She said, Jesus, you, I, 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 yes, sir, yes, sir, Jesus, you are right. I'm a Gentile dog. And I know, but she said, Jesus, I don't want the loaf of bread on the table. I don't want the slice on the table. I don't want to sit at the table. I don't want any part. I'm not, that's none of my place. But here's what she said. She said, that door that you're telling me shut, there's a doggy door in it. Nobody know what a doggy door is? There's a doggy door. And that means that dogs have access into the house. My neighbors got a, a, a doggy door. 
and that dog can go in that house anytime it wants to. And I hope it stays in there. Say amen. And, uh, but there's a doggy door. And, and I, I got to thinking, I was going to go by and measure it, but I had a thought he might decide to come out the doggy door. And uh, I couldn't run fast enough to get back to the porch. And so, but I'm guessing it's about this high. And you'd have to get pretty low to get in it. And it might be the reason that our children and our babies and those we love are lost and dying and going to hell and in sin is we're too stinking proud to come through the doggy door. We're too stinking proud. She could have bowed up. I dare you call me a dog. That's it. I'm going to the house. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Is that the house? Her baby. If your baby's one or a hundred, they're your baby. My baby is messed with the devil. She's in a mess. I'm going to tell you, I don't care what he calls me. I don't care what he thinks about me. I don't care what kind of terminology he uses. I've got to just get in to get my answer. And when he said, it's not me. He said, I'm sorry. He said, that door's been shut. There's no, you can't get in. He said, there's no room around that table. That table's for the Jew and the loaf of bread's going to be put on the table and it's going to be sliced on the table and it's, and the only time the Gentiles are going to get invited to the table is when the Jews reject him and say, we don't want your bread. They reject him and the day he does that, that'll be the day you and I get an invitation to come to the table. But until then, it ain't right for me, ma'am, to take a slice of bread and pitch it down to the dog. She, she said, I, that's right, I know. But she said, the dogs can get up underneath the table and get a crumb. I love this. Here's what she said. I don't need a loaf. I don't need a slice. I don't have to sit at the table. I, I don't have to be first. I don't want to be, don't make me first. But you allow the dogs to come up underneath the table and take the crumbs. And she said, if I could just get one crumb off that floor, that would be enough to heal my daughter. Jesus, he said, Oh, woman! Whoa! He said, you, you just solved the dilemma. How can I extend truth at the table and mercy? How can they not collide? He said, truth has a place on the table and mercy has a place under the table. Oh, I tell you, I don't know about you, but I tell you, we, I don't, we, got, we got children. We got family. 
I got a brother that's as lost as lost can be. He tells me he's saved. But I'm going to tell you something. You can't live the way he lives and, and be saved. I, I just don't know how I buy that. You say, well, you're judging him. No, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to pray God save him. And God either save him or straighten him out. And he needs help. And he can't help himself. And he's too stinking proud to come and bow. And if I don't pray for him, who is? For you see, her, I, I love this. I love this. And her prize was, Oh woman, great is thy faith. Notice what he said. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. Don't miss that. He said, okay, where's my checkbook? Sign the bottom of it, Jesus. He said, here, ma'am, whatever you want, it's yours. She crossed every boundary there was. She crossed the religion boundary. She crossed the position boundary. She crossed every boundary. She had no rights to nothing. But guess what? Jesus wrote her a blank check and said, whatever you want. And she said, okay. The Bible says in the self-same hour her daughter was healed. Here's the question. Do you believe we still serve that same God? No, I said, do we believe that God still serves that same God? Do we truly believe in that God. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. She didn't go with no agenda. She didn't go in a stiff neck, honey pride. She didn't go but with one thing. I heard. <laughs> I heard that he could heal the lame. I heard he could open blinded eyes. I heard he could cast out demons. I heard he could even raise the dead. And she said, that's all I got to have. And she went to get an answer. And she wasn't going nowhere until she did. Here tonight, and how she got it? She got it through the doggy door. God will never compromise truth, you say, for, for mercy. But I'll tell you this much. When we're willing to humble ourselves, when we're willing to humble ourselves, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm almost terrified to tell you, I, I say this with the most awesome fear of God that I possibly can muster up. If, if someone, any person, and I don't care what your name is or position, me, you, don't make no difference. If, if you're so stinking proud that you won't humble yourself, then the only recourse God has to do is to break you. And I say that with a great fear of God. It terrifies me. It terrifies me. That God has to break me to get me to humble myself. But the way 
to get truth that will never change. And she got truthful with herself. She was truthful about her child. She was truthful with the Lord. And, and when she got truthful and she was humble, she said, it makes no difference. She said, I just got to get an answer. Here tonight, I wonder, I, I, well, I needed this message because I've got some family members that are just as lost as they can be. And I wonder tonight, when truth and mercy, you say, well, I, I extend mercy, but you'll never help them extending mercy if you can't be truthful with them. Because God never bypasses truth. But if I'm truthful with them, how do we extend mercy and humility through the doggy door? That's how you get an answer. It's all standard feet, every head bowed, never eye closed.